Hello, and welcome to Haddonfield. I'm Nick Lathan. And I'm Peyton Lynch. And we're at the end game, everybody. The la- This is the second to last episode, <laughs> and we're covering Halloween, parentheses, 2018, close yeah. parentheses. Yeah. <laughs> and Peyton, you've seen it three times. Yes, I have. I saw it three times. Not on purpose, on accident. Tell saw- me the story about how okay. you've seen it well, three I s- times. I did see it two times on purpose. So I went with you on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had also promised my friend Taylor that I would see it with her as soon Swift? as it came out. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Shout out to you, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Shout out to you, Taylor Swift. Thank you for coming out as liberal, finally. <laughs> wow, that took a long time and i'm sure it took a lot of bravery so wow thank you um speed past this (laughs) um my friend taylor brown she's also obsessed with horror movies and uh in particular she loves halloween um so we both said that we would see it together so i was like i'll see it the night right after because i want to see it multiple times so i remember it for the podcast and then our friend Steven, who guested on um, episode three, or the, the Halloween three episode, he was like, I thought you guys were going to go see it with me. So then we saw it again the next day. Wait, me and you or you and Taylor? Me and Taylor. Okay, I was yeah. about to say, we made no deals on the podcast. <laughs> Nick was like, I didn't say anything about seeing it Steven, if you're listening, we made no <laughs> deals. Now, we saw it with uh, our good buddy, Rich Camelucci, who yeah? I guess it on the on first, first episode. The first movie episode. And then Miles, who was supposed to guess an episode, but he had to do a play, so he yeah. dropped out. Yeah. And, and Miles made, hadn't seen any of them except the first one. Yeah, I made Because him, you told him to, yeah. Yeah, and then afterwards, he was like, I'm glad I watched the first yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. He, uh, he... I think you could follow if you hadn't seen the first one. They do a pretty good job of recapping. Yeah, his... do a most Halloween movies. Yeah, his review of the first one, he was like, ah, he's like, it didn't really scare me. Yeah, he didn't like it. Well, he said he did, he well, did, he didn't say he didn't like it. He just wasn't scared. He thought he thought it was going to be more uh, yeah. bloody or whatever. And I yeah. was like, no, just people that just think it is because yeah. they're brains. Yeah. So, if you haven't seen the movie, shut the podcast off now because <laughs> we're going to spoil it. Pause it and then um, go see the movie. Come back. Make sure you pause it and I don't know. <laughs> leave your car running. Leave your car running with it. Pause and then come back. <laughs> But we're going to get into spoiler territory. Shaw. Are you going to do the driving? I'm not going to. Okay. The only thing I have written down is 19 dead bodies, teeth roll, finger roll, and head roll. I don't have any. I couldn't. Nice. There was so much shit that happened in the movie. Yeah, there's too much. Probably mannequin roll. Mannequin roll. Yeah. There's Um, there's an episode (laughs) of... uh, the last jo- uh, last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs on uh-huh. that's on Shutter right now. Yeah, so if you sign up, for- he just did that, right? Yeah, yeah. back in July. But he does Tourist Trap, and that movie has a lot of mannequins. Yeah, so he has a lot of mannequin talk about yeah. that movie. So <laughs> if you're into mannequins, go see that. <laughs> oh man, I love mannequin. Um- the movies so. i've only seen mannequin 2 on yeah, the run i know <laughs> nick has famously only seen mannequin 2 on famously. the move on the move on, not the, on move. the run <laughs> i'm gonna make a third one on the run <laughs> on the run we're bra- the only person's coming back is hollywood yes hollywood is the through line yes. through all the man- mannequin i want to play movies. the mannequin it should be a gay love story this time I- I'm-, I'm down for it yeah and hollywood is openly gay not just obviously gay <laughs> 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 what else was the guy who played the listener hollywood he's in um he's in the design- tv show Di- designing women designing women yeah, yeah he's like the all right all right nail right. delivery guy by the way listener um this is a free episode so if you're listening to this go back to the previous yeah. ones but this is the kind of shit we do on this podcast <laughs> so i will only okay so i want to have a designing women Reunion in the third. Reunion, yeah. Okay, so we got to have Annie Potts. It's a designing women uh, mannequin crossover. Yes, <laughs> we got to have we got to have Annie, Annie Potts. We got to have Delta Burke. Delta Burke. Uh huh. And that's it. I don't. That's the only two people who. Jane uh, Smart is one of the women on there. Jane Smart was in mannequin. Yeah. Or, no, mm-hmm. yeah, she was in mannequin. No, she's she was in, in uh, designing women. women. She's a she's like a dumb blonde on it. What's funny about Mannequin is that my mom watched it all the time. Not Mannequin, <laughs> Designing Women. My mom watched it all the time, and my dad, for some reason, liked that sitcom. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. She he she was like, I don't know why he likes it. I have the first two seasons on DVD. We should watch them. We should. We should do a sequel podcast of this. <laughs> designing we, Women. We just watched Designing Women. <laughs> Here we go. Who else is in Designing Women? Here we go. One hundred and sixty-three episodes. Who plays Julia Sugarbaker? That's the lead character. That is Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter. That's right. I think she may have passed away. Oh man, 
Yeah, Gene Smart was in it. Yeah. And Jane Hooks. I forgot Jane Hooks was in it. I was actually thinking about designing women the other day when yeah. I brought that up. <laughs> anyway, can we let's should we talk about the movie that we're yeah, supposed I guess to talk so. about? <laughs> um Give the people what they didn't pay for for this episode. Yes. Give the people what they didn't pay for, <laughs> but then can go back and listen to it. If you go to <laughs> patreon.com slash arcade audio, subscribe. Listen, this is what you do, people. <laughs> subscribe. Pay the $5. Subscribe. Download every episode. Yes. And then cancel your subscription. Yeah, binge it. Yeah, listen to it and then cancel your subscription. Or. Or. Stay on. And you can listen to other stuff. Yeah, yeah. We got Deltaunt Ball Z. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Meritwood Movies does their award show thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what stuff we do. There's been some Riverside Falls stuff. <laughs> yeah, on there's there like the behind the scenes. That's it. Yeah, that's all we've done. Um, I think that uh, we might do more wrestling. Heels, I think Heels and Heels does some stuff too. Yes, yeah. they have something called High Heels. Yeah, which I'm against because I don't I don't <laughs> condone marijuana smokage. <laughs> I don't take weed. I don't take weed. I don't take it. I don't take it. You whatever. don't take the weed pill. I uh, I was on. Um, we live in Chicago, Illinois. I was on Facebook today, or it was something, and that it was on YouTube. And there's uh-huh. an ad for uh, what's his name, JB, whatever his name is, running for governor. I don't know. But JB, he was JP Pritzker. JB Pritzker. I, I don't know. He was. He's yeah. like a. He like owns a hotel. Uh-huh. Anyway, he his uh, family owns a lot of stuff. Pr- yeah, the Pritzker family. They're really rich. Rich dude mm-hmm. running, running for governor. But he's like, we're going to legalize marijuana. And I went, oh, I'm moving away from this state. <laughs> this sin city. I'm moving back to the south. <laughs> uh, man. What's wrong with the beer yeah, we got? Yeah, let's talk about the movie. Um, I don't even, what, do you want to, what do you want to talk about? Um, What are you most stoked about? I'm most stoked about Toby Huss. Yeah. <laughs> Toby Huss was him. my yeah, favorite yeah. part of this yeah. movie. He plays... Uh, Ray. Ray. Lori's son-in-law. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm going to go ahead and uh, point out the similarities, because the three dudes who wrote this also wrote Vice Principals. Yeah, yeah. Um, i never seen it, but you said there were a lot of similarities. Yeah. Ray is a character in Vice Principals, but he's played by Shea Wiggum. Oh, nice. It's just the... the, Same same name, same character? Just same name. Yeah. But I would like to have... Vice Principals is in the Halloween universe. Yeah, Vice Principals... Uh, Halloween's just a remake of Vice Principals. <laughs> which you should check out Vice Principals on HBO. But, like, Lori uh, fortifying her house. Uh-huh. Vice Principals did yeah. that first. Yeah. Danny McBride did that to a hilarious effect. His booby traps did not work. Yeah. Hers did, Hers though. Hers do work, yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, the name Ray. Something that I noticed on the third viewing of the movie... Was that the character Ray, when we first meet him, he's setting up um, traps under the sink in their kitchen. Uh-huh. And then later on, Lori's trap is set under the kitchen, under the kitchen island. That's a nice, nice yeah. parallel. Yeah. There was something else I noticed like that, too, while watching it. Crap. They give, like, a lot of hints to, like, things that are coming up. Yeah. Grandmother. And past movies. That's yeah, my, they say grandmother throughout the whole that's movie. That's my main fucking note. <laughs> But yeah, Toby Huss was awesome. I think Toby Huss should be in everything. I think you put Toby Huss in anything, and it's amazing. I've never seen him in anything, but you said he does a lot of voice work and stuff. Well, he was on King of the Hill. Yeah. Uh, I do played, like King of the Hill. I think he played Cotton in King of the Hill. Okay. That's Hank Hill's dad. Mm-hmm. And then he was um, Halt, Halt and Catch Fire. Mm-hmm. He's also in another horror movie called The Invitation. But I haven't seen that. Uh, it's really good. You check it out. He's not like a main person. Mm-hmm. He's just like, there's a DVD that they watch, and he's yeah. like the host of the DVD or whatever. As himself. No, that'd be amazing if he was, though. You should check out The Invitation. <laughs> and listener, you should check out The Invitation, too, if you haven't watched it. <laughs> Ugh. Um, I do like him. I think he his character is very um, like it's not what you would expect from your typical horror movie dad. He has like a full rounded personality. Mm-hmm. And, Every I think everybody in this movie. Yeah, does. Yeah, my friend Stephen when he saw the movie, he was like, I really liked how they set it up because like you didn't really know who how long anybody was going to be on screen because every character was so fully rounded and mm-hmm. like they had a personality. Um, yeah, when they actually die, you give a shit about. Yeah, them. yeah. One of the characters that I really loved was um, the little dancer boy who Taylor calls Billy Elliot. Because <laughs> um, it was like the first time that I really felt like seen in a Halloween or even a scary movie almost. Mm-hmm. Um, from like this character who we probably wouldn't have seen 
in any of the older movies at all. Like, yeah. that wouldn't have even been a blimp on their radar. Well, this is the f- he's the first person that... That we see killed on screen, I think. Well, the first person, that, like, first child that Michael Myers has killed yeah. that I yeah. can think of. Yeah. And that sort of sets the expectation of, like, we don't really know what to what degree he's going to go in, yeah. in killing people. Because, I mean, because he was trying to kill Jamie... He he never. Actually, oh, that's right. Yeah. He tried to kill Jamie. Then he. But tried this to, is a different timeline. Yeah. And he, yeah. Then he tried to kill um. What Jamie's was friend. What's his name? The Jimmy pi- or something. Pirate boy. Yeah. Tries to kill him. Doesn't succeed. Yeah. This is the first kid he actually succeeds in <laughs> yeah, killing. Succeeds in the killing. Yeah. Ooh boy. Ooh boy. Um. Something. Which, oh, go ahead. That part pisses me off because. That he kills him. He kills him because. So the kid's like trying to drive away in the Bronco. Yeah. Michael should just should have just pulled an OJ Simpson. Yeah, he should have just rode in the back. Should have just rode in the back, yeah. and then yeah, and been then on the got out when the kid got out. No, he could have. He should have been on the freeway for hours. Oh yeah, <laughs> and the kid could have been his AC exactly. And then you know the kids on the phone like Michael's on the phone, and then Michael grabs it. It's crying. <laughs> he's crying. He's holding a picture of his kids. <laughs> Michael's kids that he that he fathered. It's just a from bunch of, the asylum, and it's all just kids in white masks. Yeah. That's all it is. Oh my god! I and really, like it's all Michael masks, but like there's a couple girls that have pink bows on top of their masks. So one's you know got that pink they're tails. girls. Yeah, one's got pigtails and that shitty ass mask. Oh man! Now we need to do the crossover of Halloween and uh, and the people versus OJ Simpson. That's what we need to do right now. Um, don't steal our ideas if you if you work at an if you're an executive at a company production company don't steal these ideas okay because they're too good <laughs> something i was really interested in talking about and uh that really stuck with me in the movie is sort of the dialogue about how we as a society are so interested in serial killers and like wanting to know why they do what they do and mm-hmm. so sort of, there's a lot of characters like the doctor um and the podcasters that are like want to know what's going on in michael's mind and like to the extent that they want to sort of push the victims and like take advantage of like Lori in a way just so that they can get satisfaction out of like what they're learning about michael yeah that's that's such a big thing now is like yeah. true crime podcast so that's yeah that's so an interesting commentary yeah even and it even makes me think about like rob zombies halloween because that one is like all about like finding out why michael's doing what he's doing and this movie has a very strong stance of like he's like fucked up like why do we care like mm-hmm. why he did what he did except that he's just evil and bad it's like laurie strode in the movie he's like yeah he's a bad guy yeah, like yeah. Sh- we don't do yeah. what no <laughs> nobody wants to know anything about yeah. this another thing that's funny is that she has that line to the doctor and she's like oh you're the new loomis but really i feel like laurie's the new loomis because she's the one that's like actively hunting michael and, yeah and she's the one that's like i believe in evil i believe in the boogeyman yeah, that new Loomis line, that was a that was that, so funny. That's a good joke because yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's even got like he's like doing a Loomis impression with his voice. I don't know if that's his real the actor's real voice, but Doctor Sartain. <laughs> Doctor Sartain. I was thinking about Doctor Sartain the other day. Um because in these movies we always ask at this podcast we always mm-hmm. ask, why are they transporting him so close to Halloween? Yeah, it's always on Halloween or something. And so Sartain, I think, is the reason because Sartain wanted to know Wanted to break him out or at Halloween. Yeah. yeah, wanted to see. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sartain's the one that crashes the bus. I think that's what it, they alluded to, yeah. too. Because yeah. you notice he's the only one that's unscathed yeah, until exactly. until Billy, Billy Elliot shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Elliot ate. He Billy could, Elliot. I think the dad calls him Stumpy, which is, like, funny to me. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah, we, 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 we often think that... Haddonfield is in central Illinois, but this is clearly southern, southern Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, especially the way the dad talks about Allison's boyfriend. He, she, he's like, you're, he's going to get you pregnant, and then you're going to have to clean his guns and yeah. raise his kids and clean his guns. And just, and having, Toby, and just yeah. having Toby Huss in it, like yeah. Toby Huss with his southern accent. <laughs> ah, man. Toby, uh, the two actors I love seeing in movies the most, Toby, Toby Huss and Stephen Root. I love them. Anyway, I could talk about Toby Huss all day. That's why I'm doing a sequel podcast called Talking Huss. Talking Huss. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. These oh, ideas man. are golden. Oh, don't steal them, people. Um, don't steal them. 
I loved the return to the pumpkin credits. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. We were talking about that afterwards because I was like, yeah. how do they shoot that? Did they do yeah. like... I think they did a time lapse probably. Either... Do, wait, did they just have it sitting there for a long ass time? I think... Or I mean, they could have put it under a heat lamp or something, yeah. but I think they probably did have it under a lot a long time because at the beginning of it, you can see mold on the mm-hmm. pumpkin, and probably mold wouldn't grow that fast. Yeah. So I guess they did do it for a long ass time. We should have paid paid attention to the credits. Yeah. And see who the pumpkin crew was. <laughs> Look up the pumpkin crew. I do like how the face on the pumpkin is like carved the same way as the first movie mm-hmm. too, where the nose is connected to the mouth. Yeah. Which, by the way, I was pumpkin carving last Saturday, tried to make that pumpkin, uh, screwed up and did the slit in the nose too early, and it, and it caved in like... Oh, no. It fucked up the mouth. Oh, so no. it just looks like a semi-pumpkin who just got his <laughs> got curb stomped. That's all it looks oh, like. Oh, no. Very fucked Just up. like Dr. Sartain, or whatever his name is. Dr. Sartain. Sartain. Got, he got rock stomped. He got rock stomped. Dude, that shit. Uh, that, was, that was so cool, that effect, though. It was a good one. Yeah. You know what his head looked like? It looked like they were smashing a pumpkin. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a pumpkin or a yeah. watermelon or something. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, I said watermelon. Why? <laughs> I didn't oh, say pumpkin. Oh, before I said before I said that, it looked like a pumpkin. Oh. Ah, what are some other things that I wrote down? Oh, yeah. Um, God, I'm, I'm just so sto- stoked about this movie. That, yeah. Like, what are some stuff you notice in your other goes? Um... Um, I, I noticed, I finally like counted, like, or try, tried to follow how many times it passed the Bechdel test. It definitely passes at least five times, which is more than any of the movies have ever yeah, passed. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, something, something, things that I caught, I mean, I caught this the first time, but the moment when, um, Lori comes into the restaurant and she has that breakdown, we, we hear like a creeping version of, uh, Lori's theme, which I thought was a really nice, subtle touch. Um, there were, um, what restaurant do you think they were eating at? I want, I, I feel like it's an Applebee's, but it's too fancy to be an Applebee's. It, it was kind of, kind of had, it had the table layout of an IHOP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a nicer restaurant though. I don't know. It's a nice IHOP. Yeah. It had to have been a chain restaurant. It was <laughs> it had Apple- to be a chain restaurant. I'm sure. Now, you know, it's a nicer Applebee's. What? Uh, Ruby Tuesdays. They try Ruby to Tuesdays. they try to get nicer on us. <laughs> One time I went to a Ruby Tuesdays and I felt like I should have been wearing I was wearing a t shirt. And I feel you like I sh- you should be wearing tux. I feel like I, yeah. Like I should be wearing a suit. Like all the all the breast all the servers were wearing like these nice black button up shirts, black pants. <laughs> Well, Ruby Tuesdays is the one that has like the the buffet or whatever, isn't it? They had the the salad bar. They have a salad bar. Okay, I don't know if they got rid of that. I remember they used to have like pudding there, and I would grab pudding all the time. You sure you're not thinking of uh, Ryan's or a Quincy's? Ne- I never had a Ryan's. Oh, okay, where That's, I was growing up. That is a chain in the south, apparently. <laughs> It is disgusting, <laughs> but they have five pounds of pudding. So if you want to, if you want if you want five pounds of pudding, go to Ryan. Maybe they ate at Ryan's. Oh, something else I caught on the second watch was that um, when Michael kills Oscar, um, you can hear his head being like um, falling into the gate spoke and like hear it squish. That's pretty cool. Yeah, a note about Oscar getting killed. First of all, deserved it. Deserved uh, it for sure. I was I was scared the first scene where we saw that he was like comforting her because I was like, oh, they're gonna like get together and that's gonna be like weird. But then I'm glad that they like made it that she was like, no, you you're gross, get yeah. away from me. Yeah, he uh, he was a creep. Yeah, he was a creep. Reminds me of Joe Bob. The, I, I really like the actor though. He oh. like he stole every scene he was in. And he, he was, was great. really good. Yeah, Joe Bob Briggs. Uh, I was watching Halloween <laughs> two. Monster Vision, Joe Bob Briggs said, uh, horror movie rule number eight, fat guy always got to die. <laughs> fat guy dies. And this movie obeyed yeah. horror movie rule number eight. Also, no capes. Yeah. All right, so. Oh, yeah, because the cape got caught on the spokes. Th- what does Edna Mode say in The Incredibles? No capes. No capes. And guess what, Oscar? You broke that fucking rule and you, it killed him. It killed him. So no capes, everybody. <laughs> um... <laughs> It also follows the classic Halloween theme of like all the men in Halloween are gross and jerks and like awful. That reminds me, a majority of the people could kill this movie are men. Are men, which is really nice because it's, that's different from most many, Halloween. I movies. think it's what three women that die. Yeah, the Mrs. Elrod, the lady next door from the Elrods, oh, it's four, and then Vicky. It's four, four women that die. 
Vicky, who's the fourth woman? The podcast woman. Oh, the podcast woman dies, yeah. yeah. Dana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I also noticed, and you probably saw this the first time, but I noticed how much we see Michael in the background during the gas station scene. Oh, yeah. Like, you see him pull up in the in the trucker's car. You see him walk into the garage. You see, I did see him the first time killing the guy in the garage. When he, pulls up, the, when he pulls up in the Bronco? Yeah. With yeah. no AC? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about air conditioning. God damn, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I have to talk about O.J. Simpson. <laughs> it's like a nervous tick. Um, yeah. A lot of nods to the previous movies. That one was a really similar nod to Halloween 4. Yeah, because that's what he does in Halloween 4. Yeah. yeah. He kills the guy and gets his thing. I also loved that... Not all the deaths happened on screen. It went back to that like old fashioned thing where like people could get killed off screen, and then we see them later on, which was really cool. Yeah, I, like I love that with the boyfriend because the boyfriend's death is so gruesome, and it's like it still gets you even though you didn't see how it happened. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, and the old dudes, uh, which by the way, face like pulled apart, yeah, that, smashed into the desk, whatever he did with to him. I don't know if you noticed, but I laughed when I saw that, yeah. because it made me think of Pineapple Express. Oh, I haven't seen that either. <laughs> Which Craig Robinson says to the guy, he's like, I want to see you rip a man's jawbone off. I think it. <laughs> and of course, Danny McBride is in that movie, so that's what, I mean, I, I keep, I was just, I spent this movie connecting this stuff to other stuff that these guys have made. You're like the meme of the guy from Always Sunny in Philadelphia with the, with the corkboard behind him and all the string. Oh, with Charlie? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, um, the caretaker, the graveyard, yeah. uh, graveyard keeper, or whatever. Uh-huh. She, uh, she's in Vice Principals. Oh, nice, nice. I'm trying to think who else was like the they, the the sheriff. He was in Eastbound and Down. Yeah, I'm trying to think what other because they 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 have like a group that they always mm-hmm. use and all their stuff. Yeah, the one thing I did notice, especially going the second time and the third time, was that. This movie is like a very white movie. Like all the main mm-hmm. characters are white. Um, only the the kid I really love is a little black kid. That's nice. Julian. Yeah, and Julian. And then like the sheriff is black. And then there's the caretaker is a black woman. And then there's like, but there's it's like three black people and then everybody else is white. Mm-hmm. So. Well, like a majority of the people you're dealing with is Laurie's family. Yeah. And I do understand that part of it, but, like, I felt like maybe her friends could have been, like, her boyfriend, her friends. They were all white, too. Her boyfriend was a reference to... Her boyfriend's dad Uh was one of the bullies that was messing with Tommy Doyle in the original Oh, interesting. I didn't... Oh, I didn't catch that name, I guess. Cameron Elam or whatever? Cameron was the boyfriend's name, yeah. Yeah, Elam, I think it was his last name. It was, like, one of them, Elam. Yeah, they said the... The, his dad's name a couple times I can't remember what it was because mm-hmm. the dad smoked peyote with him in high school yeah Toby Huss dude <laughs> god I love Toby Huss also when I saw it with Taylor um, and she kisses her boyfriend for the first time she was like they look like twins she was like they look so similar and I was like you're true that's true that's funny <laughs> oh yeah real quick I want to comment on um god what's his name was it Dan Vicky's boyfriend what was his name Dave Dave. Yeah. He had a butt cut. What's a butt cut? It's like when a cut that's like parted down the middle. Oh, then, middle part? Yeah. Yeah. He had a butt cut. I didn't notice. It's a totally... That guy's so weird, but he's funny. Very 90s haircut. Yeah. He yeah. was in Blockers, and he also played a weird guy. Blockers. Blockers. That's what the advertisement for Blockers always said. <laughs> Blockers. <laughs> it's oh, so man. funny to me that the real title of the movie is Cock Blockers, but they can't say that. Yeah, so they just call it Blockers. They just, and just call have Blockers, a, and, and they're, they're just, like, what is that? And there's a rooster on the poster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I also like that no... Um, there's, like, no female nudity in the movie. Well, the like, only, one, the only was one is the reference is the Judith. footage from the first yeah. movie, yeah. Which I'm glad. I'm, it's cool how they incorporated all that. Just yeah. all the callbacks, how yeah. they incorporated all that stuff is very cool yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my yeah, the, my two favorites are her seeing Lori outside the window um, when they're talking about fate again in class, mm-hmm. and then who the teacher is PJ Souls as we saw in the credits, um, and then and then totally. of course, of course, her falling totally. <laughs> Of course, her uh, Michael pushing her uh, over the balcony and then her body disappearing when he looks back. Yeah. Oh, that was such a great moment. And then you got the uh, the mask from Halloween 3. Mask from Halloween 3. We have the hanging laundry, um, which is like who hangs their laundry anymore, especially during the fall. 
Der- very humid yeah. fall. <laughs> um, my grandmother always did that. We never. My mom's like, "Why does she do it? It's so humid outside." <laughs> um, what else? There was one. There were a lot of references to kills from previous movies, yeah. like the stomp, the head stomp, the the bathroom kill is very similar to the sc- bathroom scare in H two O. Yeah. Um, and Big Joe Grizzly. Mm-hmm, Big Joe Grizzly too. <laughs> <laughs> a big Joe Grizzly bitch. Bitch, bitch. God. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Dr. Sartain really felt like kind of a connection to... The Thorn. The Cult of Thorn. Yeah, yeah, he really did. That's exactly what I thought when he turned around and killed the cop. I was like, oh my God, he's in the Cult of Thorn. <laughs> he's going pull, pull to pull up his sleeve. He's got the Thorn tattoo. Paul Rudd pops up. Hey, yeah. guys. That was a really great moment of like tension when he puts Michael in the back seat with Allison. That was like really the, anxious moment. The, the most tense part of this movie to me was when Laurie's going through the house with the gun. Yes, in the room with the mannequin. Yeah, and she's checking every freaking yeah, room. Yeah. God, yeah. it's so scary. Yeah. The, ten- the, the tension. Just, yeah. Ugh. The suspense. Yeah. The suspense. Oh, I know. Um, I also do want to mention that when she, early on in the movie, when Lori's practicing at the gun range, one of the mannequins has a wig on it for some reason, and she shoots the wig off. <laughs> that's just that's just to show the audience yeah. how good she is. Yeah, that's just to show the audience how good she is. Well, there was a scene that was deleted. I don't know if you knew about this, but it's her just shooting hats off of uh, top hats off of. Uh, <laughs> she put some apples up. She put some apples up. Yeah, put some apples on top of the head. She she did some she, that crossbow that was in the background that she, nobody fucking used. <laughs> I know it would have been so great. Chekhov's crossbow. crossbow. Listen, listener, if you introduce a crossbow into a movie, I'm hitting the microphone. I know. If you introduce a crossbow into a movie, you better fucking use that crossbow. <laughs> Same with glass tables. Somebody's got to go through it. Those are my two movie rules. Yeah. If there's a glass table in a scene. Somebody's got to go through it at some point. <laughs> and if a crossbow is introduced, it has to be used. That's all I'm saying. I'm getting off my soapbox. <laughs> I thought of some other references. So there's the really big Mrs. Elrod reference with the ham and the knife. And then he and says, the Mr. And then Oscar says, Mr. Mr. Elrod, Elrod later on. When he mistakes him for Michael. Dude, that motion sensor part. So cool. That was so as good. As soon as she said it was a motion sensor, I was like, oh, he's going to get killed during the motion sensor it when was he's so, in the dark. So and you cool. noticed that it didn't turn on when Michael moved. Yeah. That was so, so cool. <laughs> It was so good. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so cool. He's a smooth criminal. I was yeah. <laughs> Did you imagine if Michael yeah, that's what Michael whenever he's like he's like It's like every time he stabs somebody that's going on through his head. <laughs> well there's a deleted there's a deleted ending where Michael uh, turns into a spaceship and flies away. Nice. And they go, Bye Michael <laughs> Just like at the end of Moonwalker. Oh, I thought it was like E.T. at the end of E.T. No. Have you not seen Moonwalker? No, I haven't. Dude, I've, I have watched it. <laughs> is Moon- Michael Jackson in it? It's a Michael Jackson movie. <laughs> it is an hour and a half. It used to come on VH1 all the time, and I watched it every time it came on. I was a big Michael Jackson what fan is as a the, kid. Is it sci-fi? Like, what's the genre? Dude, it's fucking weird. Joe Pesci's the villain. It's just a bunch of music videos put together uh, the, yeah, yeah. through a story. Yeah. But the main thing is Smooth Criminal. Yeah. And it goes from like a 1930s gangster thing, and then it goes into this sci-fi thing where Michael Jackson turns into this giant robot uh-huh. and fights Joe Pesci and his goons. And but there's orphan kids there for some reason. Of course there is. And then Michael Jackson transforms into a spaceship. At once, Joe Pesci is defeated and flies away, and all the kids go, "Bye, Michael." <laughs> it's like in Rocky. What is it? Five or six? Where the, there's like the kids street fighting or whatever in mm-hmm. Rocky. Yeah, they're all orphans. Um, Was Rocky Five the one when he had a robot for some reason? Does he have a robot in one of them? I think he does have a robot in Rocky Five. Like, because he's so rich. Yeah, he yeah. just has a fucking robot. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, there's the there's the reference to like the the cop hitting Michael with the car is kind of like um, Ben Tramer getting yeah. hit, or even Rachel hitting Michael in in uh, Halloween Four. Oh, by the way, uh, Halloween of- Four is birthday right oh yeah that's that is today that they were recording this they were recording but not tomorrow when we're recording this the day before it comes out which is tomorrow which is monday (laughs) today's sunday what is tomorrow the 22nd anyway i was about to say will Patton, who i think should be in every movie ever as well he's Mm -hmm. my he's my main dude in armageddon (laughs) he plays chick what else is he in 
Uh, he's, oh, he's in After Hours. Yeah. With uh, Griffin Dunn. It's a Martin Scorsese movie. Check out After Hours, everybody. <laughs> Check out my new Will Patton. But I was pissed off the way he died. Which cop was he? He was he was the main guy, the oh, main cop. Oh yeah, he was good. He was good. Yeah, I was pissed that he died that way too. It was like so sudden. And I like, was like, if you're gonna get killed, yeah. you gotta get killed by Michael. By Michael, yeah. Not some it sucks. Not some. Not must, some poser. Not some mustachioed. Yeah. But bullshit. <laughs> when he comes, <laughs> when he shows up in the window with Michael's mask, like it's almost like a humorous moment because he's so short. <laughs> Wearing his mask, yeah. yeah, yeah. He looks like um, he looks like if Danny DeVito from Always Sunny with Philadelphia put the Michael mask on. <laughs> Shout out to Danny DeVito in the beginning as the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for stealing my joke. You're welcome. That was Nick's joke when we first saw the movie. I was like, we saw the movie, and I was like, Did anybody notice the fucking the penguin? There's a guy in the square who was dressed just like the penguin <laughs> with his umbrella. He had a white umbrella. He had the scraggly <laughs> skullet. Oh my god. <laughs> Such a good oh man, but yeah, uh, yeah. I just want. I was hoping that Sartain would wear that mask the rest of the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that pissed me off. The whole Sartain thing. Yeah, which I think it was supposed like the to the twist piss. and everything. Well, the twist was good. Yeah, but, but just but just him being that guy. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I also wrote um, about like I also was thinking about how Judy Greer lies in this movie and I'm like she lies the same way in every movie like whenever she lies to her it's like the same way she lies in like 13 going on 30 <laughs> I'm like Judy Greer only lies in one way yeah well I mean <laughs> maybe she doesn't want to lie <laughs> she doesn't want to so she makes it super obvious oh man I think her character is a therapist but it's not really talked about wondering if that's like you know because she says something um early on in the movie about changing one of her appointments so that she can go to uh allison's honor society ceremony well i took that as she's in therapy oh that's probably that's probably right yeah just because i mean why wouldn't you be yeah. if you yeah. you know had to go through all and that a lot stuff. of her dialogue is like i'm overcoming the paranoia that you instilled in me and blah yeah. blah yeah that's true one of the funniest reveals of that movie is when they cut to her and she's wearing a fucking Christmas sweater. <laughs> I love that part. She's that was... like, uh, she has a mug too, and I'm imagining that she's like drinking hot cocoa. Yeah, <laughs> this this is easily the funniest Halloween yeah, yeah, yeah. movie for, for sure, sure. For sure, with Julian clipping his toenails. <laughs> if you were another babysitter, you'd be reading me a bedtime story. <laughs> I wouldn't be sitting here clipping my dirty ass toenails. <laughs> Good God, that kid was great. He's so funny. Yeah, why why is not everybody talking about this kid? I know he's amazing. Like I got on Twitter, nobody, was, everybody was talking about how great the movie was. Nobody yeah, was talking about understand. this kid. I don't understand it at all. <laughs> um, also, uh, on the third watch of the movie, I noticed that he has like a baby picture on the refrigerator. He's very cute, very cute baby. <laughs> I like to imagine, or <laughs> I was about to say, I like to imagine he just lives alone and like he has yeah. to. <laughs> And there's just like every girl in the neighborhood takes a takes a turn like babysitting. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, because obviously the doctor and nurse that are like leaving the house, those are his parents earlier in the movie. Oh, hey, what a good that's a good catch. Yeah, that's a really good catch. I didn't notice that. You know, it's another. Catch. And I saw the movie three times. Another catch that I don't think people noticed was like earlier in the movie you see the wind chimes. Yes, and then later on, whenever Ray's out there investigating, if you look up at the wind chimes, they even include a sound effect. Uh-huh. They're shorter. Because Michael broke the wind chimes, and that's what oh, he kills. Oh, that's what he killed him with. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. Even yeah. yeah, I didn't realize it was the wind chimes. That's a really good catch. I'm trying to think of another another little tidbit I noticed in the one time that I watched this yeah. movie. Um, I soaked it all in, dude. Yeah. I was, I was, I was all there. Yeah, they're um, we don't see the real Myers house, but they do have the dollhouse that looks like the Myers yeah. house. Which uh, they originally uh, reshot the ending of the movie in the Myers house. They uh, well, I'm talking about they reshot the end of the first movie. Oh, there was because they built the uh, they built the Myers house and everything, yeah. and they were going to retcon and have like oh and have deputies come and arrest Michael. Oh yeah, but they decided just to get rid of that. Yeah, and so it probably th- took up too much time. Yeah, and so the set, yeah, because. I don't know if they shot it or whatever. I remember I watched something today where David Gordon Green, they asked him how long the movie was. Mm-hmm. And he said originally it was two hours and 15, but they cut, they, cut, they cut out 30 minutes. I would be interested to see like a director's or an extended cut of this. 
Especially, I mean, this is the director's cut. <laughs> okay, well, it'd be an extended, it'd be an extended, extended bullshit, making more money cut. That's what it would be called. <laughs> well, I would be interested to, to see it, um, just because some of the character beats are like a little fast, like, um, like Karen's sort of journey happens like really quickly. Like we don't get to see a lot of that side. So I'd be interested to see in like what the extra footage was that they cut out. Yeah. I mean, it, this movie made you care about the characters. For sure. And that's, like, above and beyond, like, most of the sequels. What about, like, watching all these... piece of dust just flew off. But, um... What was I going to say? After watching all these movies, the best best ones are the ones where we care about the people. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And I really... I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, almost all the people that you see die in this movie not all of them but most of them are people that we've gotten to know and and like care about to some extent yeah except for that short montage of michael was like all right time to time to get yeah some, killing miss allrod let me get some practice oh, that's in. another reference the kids running into him with a pumpkin yeah yeah well they weren't hold they were holding trick-or-treat bags yeah but the one kid is um it's oh, like yeah. a pumpkin bucket I smell what you're stepping in, and I get it. <laughs> but I like that they, they were like, all right, let's have Michael kill a few people and just get it out of the way. So yeah. they had uh, the quote-unquote Mrs. Elrod. Yeah. And then you had the babysitter. Yeah. And the neighbor lady. I don't know who she is. Well, I was thinking... The, I was th- well. You were thinking of Vicky, the babysitter? Well, I was thinking of her. That's who I was thinking oh, of. The neighbor think, lady. Yeah, I don't think she's a babysitter. She's older. Well, I just assume everybody's I'll a babysitter. Ba- they also make reference to the original title, The Babysitter Murders, because yes. that's what Hawkins calls it. Yeah. Yeah. Hawkins. And, um, and the sheriff says, well, what are we going to do, cancel Halloween? Just yeah. like they did in Halloween 6. Or, sorry, Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I can't think of anything else. Oh, this is what I want to talk about. Uh, yes. So speaking of kills, the guy, the the deputies. Mm-hmm. First of all, old dude, all he has is a brownie and some Nutella in a. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's gross. But that guy is played by Christopher Nelson, uh-huh. who uh, is a special effects guy. Oh, nice. And he uh, and then his kill is pretty special effectsy. Yeah, and he he's the one who like carved the ma- like made the new mask. Oh, nice. and, he, and he also he played uh, Tommy. Uh, is it Tommy Plimpton and Kill Bill Volume Two? Yeah, who was marrying, I, yeah, I remember him. Who was marrying uh, the bride? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, he's a special effects guy who made yeah. the mask, and then he had the most special effects mask in, or death in which his head yeah. gets cut off and turned into a pumpkin, basically yeah, turned into a jack o' lantern. Yeah, that's that's such a cool kill. Another one we don't see on screen. It was off screen. Yeah. Which, by the way, how long did I was thinking about it today? How long did it take Michael to gut out his head? <laughs> I know. Like how would he? Have and to then get, shove the pumpkin, shove the flashlight. He had to cut his head off. He had to I pull guess, his skull out. I guess. Like did he pull his spine out. I'm trying to think logically. Trying he must to have like I slid his neck all the way around and then pulled the scalp off. No. No. It was too perfect. Yeah. Maybe he cut it like a mask. Like, he cut him from behind the head, like, down in a straight line, and then around the neck. I don't know. <laughs> we obviously had to hollow out his head somehow yeah. <laughs> to get that jack-o'-lantern effect. <laughs> oh, but it's, 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 it's such a cool... Uh, I'm glad they brought back that, that Halloween trope in which you walk outside and somebody's already dead. Yeah, yeah. I love it, too. Which, that's kind of a reference to... Uh, Black Christmas, that death. Because in Black Christmas, they're like, they had the deputy parked outside and they go out there and they find out his throat slit. Oh, his throat slit, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a couple cops that die like that, I think, in the Halloween movies, too. I think in Halloween 4, a cop is killed in the cop car. I don't remember. Yeah, but they don't. They, they don't show that. They, do they don't sh- do a reveal or anything. They do show it, though. Oh, well, they show it happen. Halloween 5 is when it happens. Oh, okay. And then they, they do show it. But in this case, they don't show it. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about my boy Fat Sniper. No, I'm just kidding. Fat Sniper. <laughs> He's not in this, is he? Fat Sniper did not make a cameo, <laughs> but I wish he did. Who are you, Fat Sniper? <laughs> Who are you, Fat Sniper? Where are you? If you go back and listen, that was Halloween. That was Halloween 4 or 5. No, it was 5 with the Fat Sniper. Was Fat it's Sniper in the, five? It's in the weird Myers house that's like three stories. Yeah, the fucking Fat Sniper. <laughs> that guy kills me. Grandmother, can we talk about that real quick? Yeah. 
We brought it up earlier, but let's talk about it some more. Grandmother. I don't know. The only thing I can think of, and it, even that do, it doesn't hold much water, is that they wanted to denote like how um, distant. Al- distant their yeah. relationship was. Yeah. That she like wasn't familiar with her, and she doesn't call her grandma. That's so weird. Yeah. Grandmother. Grandmother. Did you talk to grandmother? It is. It is. It, Even when in the in the middle of peril, when she's like looking for them in the house, she's like grandmother. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not making fun of uh, the, her the actress. No, you're making fun of the writing. Yeah. Yeah. It just it just adds like a whole yeah. like uh, another level of fanciness to it. Yeah. Like, oh, grandmother. <laughs> grandmother, why are you? Yeah. Oh, I'm over here. I'm over here knitting something. I'm over something. here knitting something. I'm knitting some bullets for you. <laughs> I'm knitting a bandolier. We'll put the put them bullets up in the bandolier. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some stuff that the listener is yelling at us about right now. Yeah, like something we didn't cover that they want to... Uh, Michael Myers, uh, we'll get to the end of the end. but yeah. uh, <laughs> We'll get to the end of the end. But Michael Don't My- worry. We, uh, something we joked about as soon as we saw it was my, how much Michael Myers was upgrading during this movie. It was, oh, like, yeah, yeah. It was like a Michael Myers RPG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every time he killed, he got like a better weapon. Yeah. Like when he killed... Uh, when he kills Mrs. Elrod, he goes from the hammer to the kitchen yeah. knife. Yeah. He, he went from nothing. Yeah. <laughs> To the hammer. To the hammer. Yeah. He found this. Well, object. that's like the t- that's like the tutorial in the game when you like find your weapon and then like you it, kill one person. And then they're like, "Oh, you got a new knife." So when he puts this mask on, he has like he has a hood and yeah. it's highlighting certain. That's objects. his like armor. He gave him plus three sneak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that tickled me. <laughs> Like, because he went from the hospital gowns, yeah. and then... Well, he start, yeah, he starts in the hospital gowns, so that's like when you're in your underwear at the beginning of the game, yeah. and then they're like, put your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> this then, is really Halloween the RPG. Yeah, that's what this movie is. It's an RPG. That's all it is. <laughs> and then he gets, then he upgraded to the mechanic's outfit, yeah. which, by the way, do you think he was seeking that out? He was like, this is what I was wearing 40 years ago. Yeah, I honestly, yeah. Well, I mean, I think when you're thinking about like Michael he's like not well in the head so he's gonna like redo what he's familiar with I Mm -hmm. guess so he's a creature of habit yeah creature of habit I also love thinking of that I love that we get like the playful Michael back where he's like putting bodies on display like making a jack-o'-lantern like thinking of creative ways to like display his kills yeah. Oh, I just wanted to point out that jack-o'-lantern, the hard-eyes jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. Sarah Jean made that jack-o'-lantern. <gasps> yeah, in real life. I remember that. She. Yeah, she made it like at her. last Halloween? No, or? she made it this most recent Halloween. Oh. Like, well, a couple weeks ago, when I, whenever I carved my Halloween mm. pumpkin, she carved, because that was her the shirt she was wearing had hard eyes. <laughs> and then I saw that, I was like, oh, they stole Sarah Jean's pumpkin. <laughs> I love, um, <laughs> the Dave is like, it's fresh from the patch. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dave. <laughs> What was he dressed as? Like a, like a like a farm boy? I don't remember. Yeah, a farm boy. He has like overalls on. Yeah. Which that 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 scare with the horse that was that was a good jump scare. Yeah, that that's the one that generally made me jump in the movie. The other ones I was okay with. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how many jump scares there were. Quite a few, I think. Probably not as many. I don't not know. Not as many. Yeah. Jump scares are very cheap. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So in this movie, I don't think felt cheap. Like yeah. it, the dread was throughout. Yeah. And that was very one cool. One of the one of the scares that I wasn't that into. It wasn't even really a scare for the audience. Was the part where, and I guess this was more a thematic storytelling thing. But the part where Allison's running through the woods and then she falls into the gun range. I was kind of like, it was like a weird zoom in on the, the dummies and stuff like that. Yeah, that that felt out of place. Yeah, like I could have just had some more of like Laurie and Michael's confrontation. You could have just like cut that. this. I think you could have yeah cut that part out. But I think that was established that she was on the property. Yeah, that she was on the property, and also like her realizing like how deep her, I guess Laurie's quote unquote psychosis is. Yeah, yeah. Was the wig on one of the mannequins? Did you see? No, she shot it off earlier. Okay, remember? She, I guess she didn't put it back. <laughs> she didn't put it back on. <laughs> Jesus also, Christ. one other cut that was awkward is awkward to me is the scene where uh, Doctor Sartain meets Lori, and he says like, "Did you know?" Blah 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 blah, and she's like, "Did you know that I've been waiting for him to escape?" But she's not talking to Doctor Sartain; she's talking to the cop. And the way that it's cut, you never like see her turn her head. Yeah, 
But that's the only time I ever thought like a cut was awkward. The rest of the movie I thought was shot really well. Yeah. Oh, this is this. David Gordon Green is a chameleon. Yeah. When it comes to making what other movies stuff. has he done? Uh, he did his the big breakout was George Washington, which is on the Criterion Collection. Oh, I've never seen. It's that. on Filmstruck right now. If you want to watch it, check it out. He did Your Highness. Oh yeah, I did see that one. He did a long uh, time ago. I don't remember liking it that much. Oh, I remember I liked it. Not a lot. Not a lot of people liked that movie. Yeah. I went in there knowing what kind of movie it was. Yeah, gonna yeah. Be. Loved it. Yeah. Um, I didn't love it. I just really I appreciated you it. Appreciate you had fun. It was it was a fun stupid movie, yeah, yeah. and I needed to watch a fun stupid yeah, movie yeah. at that point in my life. <laughs> uh, Prince Avalanche with uh, that's got Paul Rudd and mm-hmm. Emil Hirsch. He's he's mostly. He's directed like uh, he directed on Eastbound and Down. Mm. He directed on um, what was it? Vice Principals, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, he was going to do the remake of Suspiria. Oh yes, I did read somewhere that he was thinking about doing that. But I'm glad he did this instead. Yeah. Because oh, he also directed Joe with uh, Nicolas Cage. Okay. What else did he do? He's been a lot of stuff. Eastman and Down, of course. I think we should definitely talk about... Oh, he directed Pineapple Express. Duh. Oh, there you go. Uh, I seen the man... see the rip a man's jawbone off. I seen it. <laughs> uh, that's a good line. It's a good line. All right, now that we're, we're towards the end, is there anything yeah. you want to talk about? I want to talk about the music. Okay. Can we talk about that? Later. Mixed in with the end. Yeah, let's, let's go to the end. Let's wait. All right, let's talk about the end. And then talk about the music. And then talk about the music at the very end. At the very end. Okay. okay. Right, yeah, great. Great ending. Great ending, yeah. What part of the end did you specifically want to talk about? I don't know. Just the reveal that, like, they fucking that have That it's bars. a trap and yeah. not a... Yeah. 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 The, that's very cool that they, like, play up, like... I know you thought this was a cage, and then this daughter's like, it's a cage, it's a cage. And then they all get out of it, and they put. she hits Michael with a frying pan and then pushes him down into the Get some frying cellar. pan foo. Fr- frying pan foo. <laughs> um, and then uh, he's holding on to Karen, and Allison stabs his hand, and he falls in. And she uses this lever, and it like brings like blade bars up or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like, it's not a cage, it's a trap. And then they set the house on fire. Yeah. And I love that visual of Michael being trapped down under the floor and just the three women standing over him, like staring down at him. It's yeah. so powerful. That was very cool. I'm yeah. glad I'm glad all three of them live. Yeah, me too. That was very cool. Yeah. Because I for sure thought that at least Karen was gonna die. I thought I was scared at first that Lori was gonna die, especially when Michael's choking her through the door. Mm-hmm. Um but that would have been too cheap and too early for her to die. And that would have pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, for sure. What Including a, myself. Yes. What was... Um, I forget what was... Oh, yeah. The part where Karen is, like, screaming. And then, like, he finally shows yeah, up. She's goes, like, I can't do it. I can't do it. She shows him. She's like, gotcha. And then shoots yeah. him. Gotcha, Which, bitch. On the second on the second watch, I noticed when they do the... Um, the uh, when she's talking to Allison about how she was raised, and there's a flashback when she's practicing shooting, she says "gotcha" before she shoots. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. That's pretty cool. Um, what else about the end? Did I want to say? Um, I also thought Karen was going to die early on when she shows up in the house and the doors open because it reminded me a lot of like one of the Halloweens where the mom gets killed like during the day oh, yeah. in the house. But I like that. That's a jump scare when Lori comes out. And it's like you're dead. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> you have no security, Karen. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Grandmother. Grandmother. Um, and then they have we have the ending where the women run out and then they catch a truck. They get into the back of a truck like a. It's kind of like um, end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I was hoping like hell that they were like, were you, like the the driver. They would cut to the driver. And it was Danny McBride. <laughs> that would have been fun. I wonder if it was him and they just cut it out. Yeah, well, because we don't see his face. Yeah, I was watching something today where they're interviewing him and they're asked him, "Are you doing a cameo or anything?" He goes, "Nah, dude." <laughs> He's like, "I'm a fa- I'm a fan of this franchise. If I saw yeah. myself up there, I'd be pissed off." I think yeah, I think it would pull me out of it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah. Um, and then there's that image that they like zoom in on the knife that Allison's still holding. Yeah, but yeah, the uh, one of the parts like reverse of them looking down is him just looking up and not mm-hmm. moving. Yeah, him not moving, just like standing there. Yeah, and then they see a later shot of the basement like on fire, and he's not inside there anymore. Yes, or at least we can't see him. Yeah, 
And then they had the breathing at the end of the credits. At the end of the credits, which I guess they do at the first end of the first movie too, but I forgot. Mm. In the old movie, well, the, as they're showing the house at the end of the first movie, you can hear you his can hear his breathing. breathing. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, that's such a good ending. I really, yeah. enjoy, I really liked it. Yeah, like I told, like I posted on Twitter, and like I told you, I really like. I think this is a perfect ending for the series. I really don't want them to make another one. I'm sure they probably will, but yeah. Well, this movie, like it's, it's like the the second. Like biggest Second R- reboot? Or- like R-rated or opening or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it was number one. Yeah. And it's the biggest opening for starring a woman 55 or older. Yes. Let me go to that Instagram post that Jamie Lee Curtis did. Yeah, it's awesome. That's a great photo of them, too. The three women. I also loved... The casting was really good on this. They all look like very related and like they would be mm-hmm. in the same family. Yeah. For sure. I don't know the younger actress. Her name's like Andy something. But I think she did a TV series or something before this. Um, Matichek? Mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, biggest horror open movie with a female lead. Biggest horror movie opening with a female lead over 55. Second biggest horror movie opening ever. And that's after, that's after It. Wow, that's Second crazy. biggest October movie opening ever. That's after Venom, which just came out. Biggest Halloween opening ever. Oh, wow. Which makes sense, because... I mean, it's a good movie. <laughs> I like it when good movies uh, get big openings. Me too. And I hate it when good movies don't, and bad movies do. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Angry Birds slash The Nice Guys. <laughs> uh, the Nice Guys is so good. <laughs> um, Let's talk about the music. <laughs> yeah, um... I loved just like the motifs to the original music. I love the original theme in the credits, like sped up because like the credits are going so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the new pieces of music that I really loved is the music that plays when Andy's running through the woods. I feel like that's almost Allison's theme. Um, it's really creepy, but like sweet and suspenseful. I haven't, I haven't actually sat and listened to it. Yeah. Because. Uh, I just caught it because seeing it so many times. Have you actually listened to any of the this? It sounds a lot like John Carpenter's Lost Themes, mm-hmm. those two albums he has. Yeah, um, I don't know if you've listened to those. No, I haven't. But, but that's what it. But it sounds like that in the movie. That's what it freaking feels mm-hmm. like. Was that me? I think that's you. Yeah, that is me on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> it started playing. I didn't even press yeah. play, and it started playing. <laughs> that's weird. Michael is coming. He's coming. <laughs> Yeah, we got intro, Halloween theme, Laurie's theme, prison montage, Michael kills, Michael kills again, the shape returns, the boogeyman, the shape kills, Laurie sees the shape, uh, wrought iron fence, the shape hunts Allison, Allison discovered, I bet uh, me. say oh. something, raise goodbye, Oh, <laughs> the shape is uh, monumental, the shape and Laurie fight the grind, trap the shape, the shape burns, Halloween triumphant. Hmm. I'll have to go back and see which one I'm talking about because I don't know. Yeah, that was weird. Sometimes I'll like click on something on Spotify and it'll just start yeah. playing. <laughs> yeah, it works yeah. that way sometimes. It's very creepy. Um, but yeah, I thought the music was really good. Is Cody Carpenter, is he John Carpenter's son? Yes, he is the son of John Carpenter and Adrian Barbeau. Oh, nice. His, I think his name is John Where Cody is she Carp- at? She's working sometimes. <laughs> I, see her, I see her on like, some TV things sometimes. <laughs> They're like, I see, She's I see great. her. I see her doing a play down at such yeah. and such. I, I saw her, her at the Goodman Theater. I saw her last week. <laughs> like you run into her yeah, in Yeah, I Chicago. see her around town. Adrian, what are you up to? Do, any new projects? No, uh, just no. living off my creep show royalties. <laughs> she is I, horrible I want to go see her. In the, yeah, I want to go see her in the fog, though. In 4K. 4K? Yeah, at the music box. All about that 4K? All about that 4K. All about that 4K? Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know why I'm turning to Jeff Ross from uh, Conan O'Brien. I do what else? Oh yeah, forgot to mention in the ending, the uh, <laughs> Lori in the shadows. That was very cool. Yeah. And going, what, what trick, part? Which is like trick or oh, treat, Michael. Trick or treat, Michael. I or she, I, ha- I happy like Halloween, that, Michael. She says sorry. happy Halloween, Michael. Not, not trick or treat, motherfucker. She doesn't say trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> but she might as well say that. Um, I just wish the lighting was treat. a little bit better on that. Like it looks like it's digitally been added in to me. Yeah, it does look a little fake. Yeah, but it's, but I do like that moment. It's still a very cool yeah, it's moment. It's a very cool moment. Yeah, 
just accumulating into that. And like, I almost wanted the confrontation at the end to be a little bit longer, but I feel like they just needed to end the movie. Yeah. Well, the oh god, yeah, it was it was very quick. Them yeah. them getting 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 my dude down there. Yeah. <sighs> I think Rich said that too. He wanted more like hand to hand fighting, or maybe it was Miles between Lori and Michael. Well, yeah, they were talking. One of them, I think it was Rich, was talking about there's because there's a montage of like. Of Karen learning how to fight. Uh huh. Oh yeah, he wanted to see Karen fighting. Actually, hand like hand. getting in yeah. a fist fight. Yeah. Which that would have been dope. Yeah, that would have been really dope. I would love to have yeah. seen um, Karen do a, a stole cold stunner on uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, what do we want to rate this movie? <laughs> I feel like so biased because like, like I want to. You mean on what scale or just what are we going to rate it? Uh, do you want to do a stupid a dumb stupid scale, scale that we? <laughs> Thought up for this movie. What would we do for this one? I don't even know. Oh man. Um, I guess it would be like something to do with guns or like traps or something. Or do, we could do mannequins. Which? Uh, which? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which mannequin? Which mannequin do we mannequin rate? I rate mannequin? mine. I rate mine the mannequin with the wig that gets shot up. <laughs> and I'm gonna give this movie a Toby Huss. I don't know. <laughs> We're just gonna rate it our favorite characters. Are we gonna do MVP LVP? Uh, MVP Toby Huss. <laughs> I say MVP Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, hands she, down. Yeah, she was good. LVP the boyfriend, just his character. I thought all the actors were good in this movie, but I didn't like the boyfriend. That reminds me. And I me. wish that we saw him die. I wish he got killed. That reminds me. What did they throw her phone into? Put. I feel like it's pudding. I thought it was gravy. Like vanilla. It looks too thick for to me to be gravy. All right. Have you ever seen gravy? Why would they have a bowl of gravy? Like I don't know why they would have a bowl of pudding at the dance, but why would they have a bowl of gravy at the Did dance? You, they might have had biscuits next to it. You just know. I didn't know. see biscuits, and I saw the movie three times. Did, but <laughs> I saw some. It might have been sausage chunks in that gravy. <laughs> All I'm saying is, it might have been gravy. Might could have been banana pudding. I also don't understand why she didn't reach into the bowl and grab her phone. Like her phone was still working. She just had to like wipe it off. Grandmother. Grandmother. God, it was even in her phone as grandmother. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, MVP definitely Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. LVP. I'm gonna have to go with uh, the podcasters. <laughs> Especially the guy podcaster. He's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, listener, if we didn't touch upon something that you wanted us to touch upon. But this is the stuff. This is the burning stuff that we wanted to talk about. It's going to be one of the shortest episodes ever, by the way. Wow. We're usually running like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. What, where are we at? 57 minutes. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Should we parade it on pumpkins? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to give it. Oh, I'll let you do it. I'll let you go first. I feel like I feel I like I want to give it more pumpkins than it actually deserves, just because like it's so Halloween. Like mm-hmm. it's such a love letter to the first movie. Just to like, all of them. To all of them, yeah, really. And like, um, just like seeing that orange font as soon as the movie starts, and like just getting those pumpkin credits just really like amps me up and just got me in the Halloween mood. Um, so I want to give it like 95 pumpkins and I feel like that's a little bit generous, but that's my rating. Well, I'm going to give it 96 pumpkins. There you go. Yeah. I was going to give it 98. Yeah. But I'm going to go 96. Yeah. Yes. 97. <laughs> Between 96 and 98 pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it 97. That was good. Yeah. It's I, really I, good. I, I love, yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything that annoyed me. Yeah. Just that one awkward cut for me wasn't that into Allison being amongst the dummies and everything. Yeah. Um, other than that, I had such a fun time. Loved the characters. Loved getting to know them. Loved a lot of the stuff that we see, a lot of the progress that we've made since 1978 all the way till 2018. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I am just genuinely pleased that like Jamie Lee Curtis finally got to tell the story that she wanted to tell with this character of hers that was like her first big acting job. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Just for nostalgia's sake, I'm in love with this movie. And I'm, uh, actually, I'm, you know, I'm going to take my, back my LVP about the podcasters. <laughs> I'm LVP's Michael. Yeah. Because he killed that kid with that kid. They could we could have had some OJ Simpson stuff. 
That's all I'm saying. We could have had a Smokey and the Bandit type buddy he could have road been, trip. Yeah. He could have been the snowman. Aw, <laughs> oh, rest in peace, both Jerry Reed and Burt Reynolds. MVPs in my heart. What's the quote we want to end this on? Oh, I do. I love that the kid's like talking about like, he's like, yeah, I love hanging out with you and hunting dad, but like dancing, that's what gets me. That's what gets my heart. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> What an angel. Is that kid you? Yes, it is me. I did take dance class for the first 10 years of my life. Um, Wish I had stayed in. From the age of... Actually, from the age of 2 until 11. So not the first 10 years. (laughs) So for 9 years of your life. (laughs) No, it was 10 years, but it was from 2 to 11. Or 1 to... Oh. 2 to 12, sorry. I'm bad at math. You want to end it on a quote? Yes. I think it should be Julian. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, regular babysitter. She'd be reading me a story. <laughs> I wouldn't be down here clipping my nasty ass toenails. <sighs> That's it. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.